The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle's all about. Sure is. David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We are. And by introducing different topics related to sex, sexuality, and sexual pleasure, our goal is to open up dialogue about great sex because... And great sex matters. And you deserve it. We all do. And we're proud to be part of the village supporting the sexual freedom movement. By accepting and respecting other people's choices about sex and sexuality, we open up our minds to alternative options for enjoying our relationship to the fullest. But whatever works for you is what's right for your relationship. So true, babe. So are you curious about the exotic traditional practices of tantric sex? Do you want to find out how you can reach new heights of orgasmic pleasure simply by adding fantasy and breath work to your sex play? Coming up, we'll be talking with international sex guru Stella Ralfini, author of Three Faces of Sex, as we discuss how stimulating your mind gets your sexual juices flowing. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David. And on today's show, Three Faces of Sex, we're going to be talking about increasing sexual pleasure by using some traditional tantric sex practices. Mm, Can't wait to hear that. And everyone, please stay to the end of the show in our Great Sex Matters segment and where we'll be talking about stimulating your mind with fantasies to heighten your orgasmic experience. We love orgasmic experiences. So speaking of fantasies, let's go back to the conversation we were having on last week's show with the amazing Lady D and Sarge, where we were talking about this week-long party event that they have um, called Kiro Kama Sutra this year is going to be their um, 10th anniversary and it takes place every year during the third week of January. So we're going to be there and we you're are. welcome to join us January 20 to 27 and like David said celebrating the 10th anniversary it's going to be an amazing time. So remember you can go to our website at carolanddavid.com for more information about all our upcoming trips. Yeah and the show last week was so busy and we spoke about so much we actually ran out of time to get into talking um about the details of hedonism too so let's just go into that a little bit hedonism or hedo 2 is on the grill beach in jamaica and has been there since 1976 and i think there's some people that have gone back every year <laughs> since 1976 Probably. and hedo is known as the sexiest place on earth where you can be wicked for a week. Yeah, and you know, I was wondering exactly what that word hedonism means, mm-hmm. and I looked up the definition in the Cambridge Dictionary, and it says this. 
Keto means living and behaving in a way that means you get as much pleasure out of life as possible, according to the belief that the most important thing in life is to enjoy yourself. How simple is that? So we love to enjoy ourselves at Keto. We do. And Keto, too, is the world's most iconic adults-only resort, which is an all-inclusive paradise where you can turn your fantasies, fantasies into reality and be as mild or as wild as you like. Yeah, let's uh, let's do a quick shout out to Harry and Amanda. And Kevin. And Kevin, yeah. And all the great staff yeah, at Keto. Yeah, so amazing. Job, they really everyone. make that vacation um, deluxe. And so this is just a couple of points worth mentioning about Keto. So they allow singles, which is a little bit different from other couples resorts. Right, which are that because they're couples resorts right. and they only allow couples. Right. Where Keto allows single ladies and men. Right, and sometimes threesomes. Threesomes, yeah. yes. But really 80 85% of the people there are couples. They are. And the resort is split into two sections. There's the clothing optional section. And then there's the nude beach where you have to get naked. And, um, and you're required to get naked. You're you can't required be there to get as naked. A, as a looker, looker. So if you're coming to uh, Kama Sutra, that's where we'll be hanging <laughs> so out. So you'll find us every and day. And they have a bar and a grill and a pool and, of course, their amazing hot tub and a grotto. And in this area, like Carol was just saying, you have to be naked. Now, there is one place at the resort where you have to wear clothes, could be very sexy clothes, and that's in the dining room. Yeah, and that's for hygienic reasons, which we all know. But, you know, they did a lot of renovations. Over the last couple of years, yeah. yeah. A couple of years ago, but I think they're just about done now. They are. The dining room done, the stage, the pool, the disco. I mean, almost all the resort right now has been totally remodeled and renovated. And there's just the last few sections of rooms, and some of those rooms are absolutely gorgeous. They're I spectacular. Think, I think the very last section will be next year, but we're just about almost a brand new resort basically yeah and once they started one of the biggest improvements they did was the kitchen and the bar it was like one of the first ones and then because they put so much time and effort into it in december 2016 hito 2 won go on babe yeah they won the award for the best food in any hotel or resort in jamaica not, not just lifestyle yeah. or adult any resort in jamaica how cool is that very cool and you know their liquor selection is always top shelf brands like gray goose and they have their 12 year old jamaican rum all the good stuff is and, there and when you order a rum and coke there you're actually getting <laughs> like a bit of coke with a lot of rum so you know never order a double Oh, but our favorite place is the beach. The beach. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's awesome. Those big, wide, sandy beaches that are there. But what we like the most about it is that it's in that cove where yeah, it's no waves, calm. it's super calm. Right, and you put out your floaty. You, you can actually fall floaty. asleep. I know, it's so great. Well, as long as someone's holding you there and you don't drift into yeah. and, and hit the shore, no, it's really a lot of fun. Yeah. We hang out waist deep and we put our drinks there and that's and where we And we've had some people get a little naughty, sucking some cock and playing with pussy and kissing and, you know, some of the floaties hold four or six people. So it's just a nice, very relaxing, erotic experience if you want it to be. And it's really private right there because it's at the end of that beach, that seven mile beach, and there's no other resorts on either side that can see anything that's happening exactly, in that area exactly so, and then super private you know once you get into the evening and the women get dressed sexy in their heels and they have theme nights once all that's done and you've finished in the disco and maybe you've gone to the playroom then you can go back to the pool and the hot tub because there's pizza all night and you can go till five or six in the morning and then of course there's the piano bar which is a lot of fun because all sorts of things happen at the piano bar it keeps you going you can dress very sexy and you can undress in there too and we've want. heard our good friend Jen Porter has had mm-hmm. some fun in the mm-hmm. piano bar so Absolutely. you look to when she's going to be there as well and those sexy shows at the during the dinner hour they're always a lot of fun 
on as well. They're spectacular. So Hito Kama Sutra Week, which is going to be their 10th anniversary, it's going to be one of the most epic events of the year, if not of the last 10 years. We are putting together a group. So go to our website, carolandavid.com, click on our Vanilla Twist Travel Group and book your trip, travel with us, um, and for sure it's going to sell out this year. So right now, we're excited to introduce today's guest, Stella Ralfini, a talented, creative entrepreneur, writer, life coach, yoga teacher. Ooh, that's a lot. <laughs> Stella started her career in the music business working for the Rolling Stones. How cool is that? I can't wait to hear that story. She's written four books, including... Uh, the Three Faces of Sex, which reflects tantric sex practices we'll be talking about later. And at the young age of 70, she shows no signs of slowing down and is currently looking for her soulmate. That's so incredible. So Stella, welcome to The Sexy Lifestyle and thanks for taking time for being here today. I'm very happy to be with you. I think you're both amazing people. I love the way you talk so openly about sex and I think it's about time the world could talk about it more openly. So I'm glad to be with you. That's perfect. And if you guys uh, can hear, she's calling in from London, England, no doubt. (laughs) (laughs) So I know you've had some amazing, interesting experiences in your lifetime, including working for the Rolling Stones. And that's something we want to hear about because all those early experiences can help shape who you are today. But we find that super exciting. Tell us a little bit. Well, it was super exciting, and I have to tell you that, to be honest, I didn't really have any, like, particularly special skills to get the job, but when I was young, I was 23 at the time, you know, there wasn't all this stuff that goes on today, you got a, you got lucky breaks, and my lucky break was, of course, working for the Stones, I was their PA, and, you know, which meant I also spent time with them and their wives and their kids in their country homes. And it was a fantastic time, you know, to be able to get that close to a band that, of course, is one of the most famous in the world and quite mad at at the time, (laughs) as we know. (laughs) And, And I know that when people look at you, they don't actually believe that you're 70 years old. I know you have lots of secrets, but anything you can share with us? That keeps you stay, stay, staying looking younger? Well, I will get on to what kept me, I believe, younger looking when I was younger. <laughs> but that ended when I was 58. But I'm going to come back to that when we get really into the tantra section. Okay. But to answer your question about age, you know, ageism, um, it's sad really that people associate others with the number on a birth certificate. I know women who look older than me at 60, but the minute I say I'm 70, I see the look in the eyes of possible suitors change. I think it has to do with status and the need to fluff their egos up by being with a younger model, but if they could just get past their conditioning, they really could have a lot of fun with me. <laughs> I'm absolutely I'm sure they sure will. <laughs> so you're also known as the Mature Beauty Minx. Where did you come up with that moniker? Well, that's the name I write for, as you know, for Huffington Post. And I wanted to reflect the fact that I'm an older beauty advisor with a va va boom. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Absolutely. Love it. And on the Huffington Post, you talk mostly about beauty secrets or sex secrets well it's been no actually i don't talk about sex secrets on huffington post i mainly talk about 
beauty secrets and my experiences in the dating game. Um, and, uh, you know, there was a th- various things. But no, no, I don't do. It's not I don't talk about sex on Huffington Post. Okay, so really it's about mature uh, beauty. And do you talk about keeping yourself beautiful at an older age or do you just talk about all types of beauty secrets? Well, I actually, what I try to do as far as beauty is concerned, you know, I try to show people, women mainly, you know, that you don't need to buy a lot of expensive products, you know, that we can easily make them. uh, And I do make a lot of my own. And, um, you know, that I wish there wasn't actually so much emphasis, you know, I mean, you know, yourself, young women today are really stunning. They're so beautiful. But, you know, they don't believe they are. There's a lot of pressure, and that somewhere or the other is going to come down to men, but we'll get to that as well when we get there, you know. Beautiful. So when when we were talking earlier, um, you talked a little bit about some of your dating experiences on Match.com. how how has that changed, you know, online dating changed how you meet new people at um, the lovely young age of 70? <laughs> well, I have to tell you that my earlier experience this year probably would have put any other woman in the world off except me from ever trying again. You know? <laughs> but, um, but then I'm, you know, I'm one of these determined people. But no, my two, the two guys I met earlier this year, one... I lied. I mean, because, you know, to put 70 on a dating site, I mean, nobody's even going to look at you. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, I'll go like with 65. That sounded all right. And then I got chatting with this guy who then, when he Googled my name, discovered that I was nearly 70 because I was, that was before April. And, you know, I had a fit. But oh, I actually don't think it was that, to be honest, Carol and David. I think it was because, unfortunately, <laughs> The internet is plastered with my name for an article that went viral a couple of years ago and made me sound like some completely, you know, sexual nutcase. So <laughs> <laughs> Please share. You know, oh, well, I will share. Um, what It was to do with Tantra, and it was the time when uh, Three Phases of Sex had just come out, and I was going to teach a Tantra workshop. And I thought, well, you know, I want to do something actually to really cause a nice healthy debate and get, you know, couples talking about how they would feel about the great beauty tip that comes from India from a lot of, that was passed on to me by somebody and one of the reasons I end up studying Tantra. But, um, it, you know, it's to do with like semen masks. Now, I know a lot of people listening in are probably now going, Oh, my God. And you mean a semen on your face, a facial mask, right? A facial mask. Right, okay. And I have to say that whenever I talk about sex, I tend to lose as many followers as I make new ones. (laughs) (laughs) But since I'm really not out to impress anyone, and I don't care whether I'm liked, you know, that's one of the bonuses of being 70. You know, that um, I... I, you know, I know my years are numbered and I'd rather create honest debate around delicate topics than be a herd member who's afraid of being controversial. I mean, it's 
controversy that wakes people up and gets them thinking in new ways, wouldn't you say? So, and whether they agree or not is, is unimportant. But it's like you, you know, you you you, do, you try to open other people's minds to what to your way of life, and whether they agree or not, you're still you know giving them something else to think about, and that's what I try to do. But mine backfired, you see, and unfortunately. The Tantra people never saw it. Somehow or another, and I don't know how, it ended up going viral. Right. And then, you know, the papers were full of, I mean, I'm going to tell you the next part, which might sound funny, but believe me, I had penis nightmares for months afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but it went wrong, and, you know, it just misfired and was misunderstood and taken out of context, and I'm sure you've come across that yourselves. And, you know, the next thing I knew... Every pay, every all of my social media accounts that I opened, you know, was faced with hundreds of erect penises, <laughs> and, and it might sound funny, but honestly, it was one of the most depressing periods of my life, because I thought, my God, the world is so backwards. So you this know, nice natural face um, aging um, beauty si- t- secret that you wanted to share with everybody backfired because you got offered all sorts of. Uh, people who wanted to contribute their semen, I guess, for your cause. Now, now let's let's just step back for a second here. And you know, uh, we have a couple of hundred thousand followers on social media, and we're just going to talk to everybody out there. And let's get it straight that Carol does not need cock shots. Okay, <laughs> don't start sending them to me either. <laughs> no cock shots, like Stella was just saying, is just a turnoff. There's no need. She much prefers to see a pretty face and or have a nice... beautiful chest and arms. I love men's bodies. Exactly. I don't need to see their junk in my face. You know, <laughs> cock shots just aren't needed, and you just get you know, um, you, you turn her off. So no cock shots. Stella, you know, had a very bad experience and she survived it. She's made it to 70. But everybody out there, cock shots are not needed. Stella, yeah. we're going to ask you to hang on for one second. We're going to remind everybody that this is The Sexy Lifestyle and we are Carol and David. And today um, we're talking with Stella Ralfini. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to hear all about her book, Three Faces of Sex. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you're considering adoption, there are a lot of questions that you may have which need to be answered by families that have adopted, by the adoptees themselves, and by professionals. Tune in to Adoption Unscripted with your host, Micah Johnson. We bring you many of the answers you're looking for. There are so many resources and advocates in the field of adoption. It's a life-changing experience across the board. We hope you'll tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Taramino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. 
VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David. Today, we're talking about taking your lovemaking to the next level. With us is Stella Ralfini, life coach, couples therapist, and author of Three Faces of Sex, which was a number one seller on Amazon. So you hear us talking about happy, healthy, and horny as the perfect balance for our relationships to thrive. Others might say mind, body, soul, or physical, emotional, spiritual. These are all ways to keep things in balance. So, Stella, what are your three faces of sex that you talk about in your book? Well, I chose, you see, I see sex as an art, as I'm sure you do, but I see sex as an art that it has to be kept fresh and stimulating and exciting. And for that, I think we are going to really say that that's where fantasy really is important you know, uh, sort of the mind sort of part of sex, which is the first part, you know, the first, so the first phase is fantasy. So that deals with role play scenarios, etc. Uh, the second part is Tantra. And of course, Tantra is very, very special when it's understood for what it really is. Um, and so, of course, I wanted to include that. And then I thought it would be interesting to because I've taught a lot of workshops and found actually that, you know, people don't realize how the, the magic of breath work, let's put it like that. You know, you by breathing, there are certain dynamic techniques in the book and you liberate yourself through, through breathing. I mean, it sounds strange. It's one of those things, you know, you have to read it as it's written and try it out. So I hope you're going to try it out, you know. Um, and I just felt the three seemed a great combination, you know, instead of having just mind or just tantra or new age. You know, it's like a mini little lovemaking manual, really. <laughs> great. That's really yeah. fun. You know. Yes. Now, how did you end up writing a book about sex? Did it start with uh, your workshops and move forward? I was, well, no, I was in India studying Tantra, but I wanted to incorporate, as I just explained, mind sex, i.e. fantasy, to encourage couples to try Tantra, really, because, you know, Tantra is really misunderstood. And I think it could have a place in modern society if, you know, some of the stigmas were taken away from it, you know. So your three phases of sex, which in itself doesn't talk about Tantra, but you use Tantric teachings in your three phases of sex to teach people how to have a better sex life. And no, there's a whole section on Tantra. Tantra is actually involves a lot of ceremonies. Um, there's a lot of exercises, a lot of techniques you have to learn. Uh, so no, I do give a whole, the, big, the oh, biggest okay. section goes to Tantra actually in the book. And you, know. you went to India to study Tantra directly with the experts, I guess. I certainly did. 
Um, and, you know, it was because, you know, when I was there, I was studying something else. I used to go every year for a dose of spirituality for about three or four months. And I just met this incredible tantra woman. She was my first tantra woman. I was in my late 30s. And when she started talking to me about tantra, by the way, uh, she did tell me that with her husband, um, in her younger years, because she was must have been about 60 at this point, that she did, you know, use this uh, beauty uh, secret or whatever it was <laughs> yes. of the semen mask. Uh-huh. Although when I first heard about that, I have to be honest, I thought, bloody semen mask, I don't think I'm going to get want to get involved with this. You know? Yeah. But it turned out so differently than I imagined because Tantra has is so much, you know. So you you you've you've touched on this semen mask a, a couple of times, and just to help me understand it, how does a semen mask come about? Where does it go? How does it get put on, and how long does it stay on for? <laughs> well, very good questions, and uh, I mean probably not as erotic as it might sound, but um, I don't know about other couples, but I assume. That most couples in the world, you don't feel like penetrative sex every night, but you might still feel like being playful. So on those occasions when the man would like to pleasure himself, maybe the woman at the same time, normally in this case, when he ejaculates, he comes on his stomach, doesn't it? So mm-hmm. doesn't he, you know, by the way, and that's it. You don't take it from anywhere else. It's not, you know, uh, it's not a violation. It's not squirted on your face. It's nothing like that, you know. So you scoop it off the stomach and you'd apply it to your face. But you have to understand, which we'll get into in a bit, tantras are very, very clean people. You know, that's one of the things we pride ourselves on. And it comes back because um, I know you want to ask me about a little scenario for lovers to get into tonight. So I'll come back to it then. Okay, no problem. And and how long does it stay on the face for? About 10, 15 minutes. I mean, you know, sometimes you might fall asleep, but it really doesn't matter. Okay. You know, and it's, you know, I don't know. There's this, and I understand it. You know, when I talk about it, people... Actually, as we're talking now, I have got followers just switching off me one by one by the tens, <laughs> by the dozens, by the hundreds. It's okay. They're switching us on because this is so intriguing. <laughs> but my next question I have to you is, what if there's not enough volume for a whole face? Is there a particular part of the face that's more important than the other? Well, the face doesn't need a lot. As you know, as us women who use serums, no, you only need a very little amount. Okay. You know, and that is, I mean, said to be, when you think about it, whether people agree or not is irrelevant. But when you're thinking about serums, you know, that serum has in it the potential, the possibility, the magnitude to produce life. So you just, if you can imagine the fresh cells in it. And, you know, people like, you know, Madonna and, you know, lots of celebrities, they do, they use things like sheep, uh, sheep placenta and, you know, all sorts of things. So, oh, and in some parts of the world, they use bull semen for thinning hair. So I think that's why I couldn't understand why there was so much fuss when I raised my little topic, you know. Uh Uh Well, very interesting. 
Now, I, I do have a question about Tantra. So when you went to India and you studied the Tantric practices, now mm. I'm sure that you changed your sex life that you had with your partners at that time. Is it something that like it, it, once you've changed your perspective and you know Tantra that you kind of like never go back? Is it something that's very profound? It's I found it quite profound. I mean, Tantra did completely change my perspective of great on great sex. You know, before it, I never felt completely free, if that makes sense. And I know a lot of women who are listening to this will know what I'm saying. But, you know, a main component of Tantra is on his communication, especially regarding sex. And therein, I feel, lies the key as to why heterosexuals are on a decline. Because uh-huh. Venus, Venus and Mars, in my opinion... You know, not you, but Venus and Mars need to get their act together and bring back eroticism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. Kisses, cuddles, which is what Tantra is about, along with tuning into your senses with perfumed candles, low lighting. Is it beginning to sound nice? Oh, nice. very nice. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm getting an erection just hearing you talk about this. <laughs> well, that's, that's the right, that's the way it should be, David. And, and you know, Carol, Carol and I do a great job of having romantic evenings with um, candles and aromatic uh, vapor and oils and nice music and massage and, and, massage. and you know the, like you were saying you know the actual act of fucking of intercourse is like secondary to us really connecting and feeling each other's bodies and it's one of those things that the evening goes on for hours and it's just about at the end of the evening you just fall asleep so you know I, I, we don't we haven't taken any taken any tantric courses but we do understand that touch and breathe and feel is so important to keep relationships very erotic well actually i think you are natural tantrics the pair of you for many reasons for many reasons you know because tantra isn't about getting anywhere it's about the journey Mm -hmm. and most modern men not you because you've just told us you know haven't got time for the journey they just want to reach the destination (laughs) with the women you know can't depreciate if they haven't been warmed up right (laughs) so tantra which is what you do on those nights of loving of erotic loving you know tantra brings male female energy into balance so that both partners enjoy lovemaking which isn't as you said it's not always about penetrative sex i mean lovemaking is, is so much more than that, as you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We agree. All right. So that was absolutely amazing. Uh, we're going to ra- remind everyone that this is the Sexy Lifestyle. We're Carol and David. We have Stella Ralphini with us, author of Three Faces of Sex. And right now, we're going to get into our sexy myth-busting game with Stella. Uh, each show, we invite our sexpert to bust a few sexy fun myths to help us filter through some of those misinformation that we find on the internet, especially when it comes to the topic of sex. Yeah, and there's such an air of mystery surrounding Tantra, it can be as intimidating as it is alluring. Now it's time for a sexy myth-busting game where we're going to get the real truth about Tantric sex. So, Stella, are you ready? I am ready, more than ready. Go ahead. (laughs) Here we go. Here's the first myth. Tantra is all about marathon sessions of sex. Hmm. Well, I know quite a few Tantra couples, and none of them get involved with marathon sex sessions. You know, a few swing 
but they, you know, they're always together in the same room and prefer that to carrying on behind each other's back, you know. Mm -hmm. I've never been in a relationship long enough to know how I'd react to swinging if the subject came up, but at my age, I'll be lucky to have the energy to swing with one partner, so I don't think I need to worry about that. (laughs) Tantra is just not about going and having huge, long sessions of sex. No. No, no, exactly. Okay. Okay. Now, I have have heard, though, of Tantra get-togethers that sound like marathon sex sessions, but for me, that's not Tantra. The Tantra I know isn't a brothel and shouldn't be sold as one, you know. Right. Perfect. Now, um, another myth that we'd like you to bust is that you need another partner to do Tantra sex. Well, no. You see, part of the training... When you do Tantra, I mean, Tantra is very, very valuable for women. And it would be great if more men would, uh, you know, get involved in the pure Tantra. I mean, not the, you know, the, the you know, all these commercial things that are out there. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it's a very beautiful thing because for the woman, you know, a woman often, I mean, this might sound odd. But there are lots of women who actually feel ashamed to pleasure themselves or who've never pleasured themselves. So, and for a woman, I mean, as all women know, you know, the clitoris is our vital little penis, you know. So with Tantra, you know, one of the first things you do, you go through a ceremony and you're taught to really like yourself with no clothes. You know, you're taught to accept yourself. You're taught to tune into yourself so that you can orgasm and have the courage to share with your partner how you like to be brought to orgasm. You know, so it's, uh, you know, you, you in Tantra, you pleasure yourself on your own as much as you uh, have sex with your partner. You might be together pleasuring each other or yourselves, mm-hmm. but no, it's very, it's, it's, has a lot of techniques. I mean, it needs to be learned. It is a school. And as I said, and you know, men don't really like the idea much of, you know, of like having to hold their ejaculation, having to <laughs> hold their ejaculation, having to hold it, you know. So, and that's why they don't, not a lot of them get into it, unfortunately. But no, Tantra can be practiced on one's own and, and should be at the beginning Beautiful. at least, you know. Beautiful. Okay, here's another myth. It's, Tantra is only for yoga-obsessed, kale-loving people who wear crystals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, but funnily enough, there is a division of Tantra, they're called the Gnostics, who practice Tantra techniques to such elevated, persistent levels, you know, that they could be perhaps classed as obsess- obsessive. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if they did eat tons of kale, you know, but... But tantrics like me are everyday people who just want to make the best of relationships and to get really in touch with our sexual selves, you know. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um, how about this one, that tantra is only about receiving a mind-blowing orgasm? Well, that sounds very nice. But <laughs> <laughs> tantra orgasms, of course, they can be mind-blowing because... Both partners are tuned into each other, so they know how to press each other's tingly spots. But Tantra doesn't make a big deal if it doesn't happen. It's like you were saying the other night when you had your, you know, on the floor with your candles and things. You know, Tantra doesn't make a big deal of it, you know. 
So it's not just about the orgasm. It's about the journey, like you said. It's about the journey. It's really about, and there isn't a more beautiful journey. It's so amazing for couples. I mean, you came to Tantra another way, if you see what I mean. Yes, exactly. But But it's still Tantra. You know, it's Tantra. It's honest. It's, you know, it's out there. You're, you know, it's, it's great, you know. Now, this is a myth that I read. It says, Tantra is too spiritual. Hmm. Well, you see, now, in a way, I think we could probably put this under the category that, you know, sometimes when people say that, like, is, they ask, is Tantra a cult, if you see what I mean? Right, yeah. You know, so, in a way, they come together because... Uh, I mean, you know, when I, in this way, uh, I'm going to talk about cults and then come back to what you said. Cults to me suggest unbalanced fanatics who either think they're the Messiah or have found one. And cults suggest the warping of people's minds. So how anyone, you know, could think that about Tantra, that it's a cult, is beyond me. Okay. And it is spiritual. It is spiritual. But it's not like just for kale-eating, you know, <laughs> obsessed yogis. It's much more accessible, you know. And you know, I, I just wish that uh, I just wish that I'd had the chance to really, really explain it, and I hadn't been ridiculed so much, mm. uh, you know, that I just uh, thought, oh, let's leave this to cool down a bit, because tantra has changed my life. You know, it's made me a much honest lover. You know, it's it's helped me in many ways. And it's something that my partners appreciate, you know, because... Uh, uh, you know because what I you're think, doing. And because, you know, I can, like, like, teach them little things which they love. You know, they need to go a bit slowly because they do get very excited. <laughs> <laughs> but, you well, know, that's, you know, eventually... That's- that's amazing Stella Um, that was an absolute blast I learned a whole bunch of stuff and thank you for your amazing myth busting skills Um, we're Cal and David this is a sexy lifestyle and we're talking with Stella Ralfini about spiritual sexuality up next is our great sex matters where Stella will share her advice about stimulating your mind with fantasies to heighten your orgasmic experience right now it's time for another short pause stay tuned everyone Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio. Live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. 
Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Fullick. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Call us at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com. And we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are Carol and David. Now it's time for our favorite part of the show, where we get to talk about great sex because... Great sex matters, and we all deserve it. So, as an established long-term couples therapist, Stella Ralfini has worked with numerous couples who wanted to add more spice to their sex life. What she discovered over the years is that what turns us on sexually is as diverse as people's tastes in art or food. And Three Faces of Sex offers something to tickle everyone's taste buds. The art of tantric sex is featured strongly in your book, Stella, but it's woven into the world of fantasy to offer a modern take on the ancient art form. So, Stella, we love the fact that you've added scripted fantasies into your book, guiding couples to spice it up and make it sizzle with the help of their imagination. How important is it to stimulate the mind to get all those juices flowing in our couples? Well, that I think I can answer in one sentence. And I'm going to say, and I hope all the men are listening, so seduce my mind and you can have my body. Please, my body and my soul and my soul is yours. Oh, that's so great. Say it one more time. So seduce my mind and you can have my body. Please, my body and my soul is yours. And that about sums it up to me, you know. It's so nice. And, I mean, our biggest sex organ is our brain, so that's really where you're starting from. Uh, Definitely. You know, and that's why, you know, my intention, as I said, was to draw people who'd never heard about Tantra, um, you know, into it, to maybe get couples to try it. But, you know, since most people are still with the first part of sex, which is the fantasy in the mind, which I actually very much enjoy, I mean... It's irrelevant that I don't have a partner at the moment, but, you know, uh, I think it's the most, it's a very important part of a relationship, you know, to, um, I think the fantasies do really help to improve sex by keeping it fresh and exciting. And isn't that that what happens to couples after they've been together for some years? It's not exciting anymore. It's like having egg and chips every night, isn't it? (laughs) Well, we often talk about how sharing fantasies adds passion to the relationship, and that's what you're talking about too, right? Making those fantasies add passion to your sex workshops. Most definitely, yes. 
Cool. And do, and you talk about um, making up new fantasies to keep it fresh and exciting, like or do they keep up. They just keep talking about those same fantasies. No, I think that would become like egg and chips as well. Again, yes. <laughs> no, I think that I think that really um, we know that. If you haven't got great sex, you haven't got any glue for your relationship. And it's not, I don't mean your relationship, I mean in general. In general, right. And, you know, if you don't have great sex, you don't have the glue, you, you know, because, I mean, great sex is one of the ways of staying young in body, mind and soul, isn't it? You know? Yes. And and I think that, yes, I think it's good to come up with fresh fantasies. I mean... I mean, I think it's a lot of fun, for example, to go into. In fact, I did a thing for Channel 4 TV where part of it, part of the show, was I went into a sex toy shop. And I hadn't been into one for years, actually. (laughs) And I was fascinated by all the toys and all the things that you can have to help your sex life. And in there, the manager was telling me that actually it's very popular with over 60s who are starting new relationships and, you know, they want to make sure they can keep it fresh, you know. So I think it's great. I think, you know, for one night, depending on what your partner likes, but if he likes the idea of you dressing up as a little French maid, I mean, why not? Why not? Exactly. Yes. So, you know, what about fulfilling those fantasies? Sometimes, you know, reality is a bit of a disappointment. Um, Is it important that you choose fantasies that can be fulfilled? Well, I believe so. I mean, you know, I, for example, you know, when I'm with a partner and I mean, not when I say a partner, I mean a partner, you know, not some fleeting thing, you know, but (laughs) so, but. Because, you know, Tantra is very much to do uh, with trust, isn't it? I mean, no, sorry, relationships, good sex are very much to do with trust. So, I mean, if we had that, if I had that with a partner, there's little I wouldn't do for him. You know, as long as we're not talking violence or fantasies about minors, which have never happened to me. Mm. But, no, I think, actually, you know, I don't know why... Um, you know, you must have come across this. You know, that men share their fantasies with women they pay or don't pay, you know, uh, you know, women outside of their fiancé or their wife. Mm-hmm. But what is going wrong that they're not sharing them with the person they're living with, you know? Right, exactly. And um, so when you're, you're talking about sharing together, because that's what makes your relationship very strong, and, and that's what adds the passion into our relationship. So trying new things is what also adds passion. So anytime you have a fantasy or just trying new and the things. And the excitement. The excitement. Gets the eroticism and juices oh, flowing. Yes. I totally agree. I mean, I don't think there's anything better than, you know, I mean, as you said, in the first part of Three Phases of Sex, there are a number of scripted fantasies, you know, that you can actually do them from, if you've got the courage, you know, you can do them from start to finish. Uh-huh. But they're, they're just ways, really, of putting into people's minds that, and this sounds funny because people often say, oh, sex is so boring, I'm so fed up with my, you know, husband or whatever it is. But you've got to put, and you know this, you have got, it's like anything, like to, for me to stay looking the way I look at 70, I've had to put a lot of effort into yeah. looking beautiful. It's the same with a relationship. You have got to put the effort in. So therefore, for example, 
if I was in a relationship and I thought, well, we haven't really had, you know, really good sex for a while. And, uh, you know, I, I really should, I want to spice it up. So I will prepare him perhaps in the morning before he goes to work. And say, by the way, when you come home tonight, you've got a little surprise waiting uh-huh. for you. Nice. And I will feed him with little ideas. Yeah, yeah. And I will also be preparing myself. I'll be thinking, right, what shall I wear and what am I going to do? And all of that really helps. It's like uh, getting that brain muscle to work, if you right. like. Right. And one of the things that, I mean, I haven't read your book yet, and I do plan to read it, but when you talk about that natural high that you get from that breath work that you're working, can can you explain about the breath work to our audience so they understand what you mean by that? Well, I'm going to try to do that, but I mean, the the only way to really, it sounds really crazy, but the only way to really explain it is for you to get all your listeners listening in one night Uh and to have a partner with them. And I will do it in real time. Okay. You know, okay. So that they can really get it because it takes a while because you're breathing. This sounds really funny, I know, but there's certain ways of breathing. Like, for example, shh, 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 shh. And it goes on, though. It goes on, and you're both doing it. But you're also doing things with your hands. It's like a bit more complicated than it sounds. But you basically are getting to the point where you're emptying yourself of the frustrations of the day, okay. of, of lots of things, until it's like an empty space. Now, in that empty space that we create, a woman can lose a number of her inhibitions. So that's a very good time for a man to be able to perhaps touch her in different ways, oh. you know, see what she likes more. You know, because uh, you're, you're, I can see you're going to be practicing this tonight. <laughs> We're going to try, yes. So what you're saying then is this is like a preparation. This breathing work is preparation for emptying your mind so that you can focus on great sex. Yes, and for the woman, as I said, because men on the whole don't really have inefficient. <laughs> the only problem they have is that they want to ejaculate before the woman is ready. Okay, you know, got but, it. But, but the woman is... Um, you know, she does have quite a few in, inhibitions. And um, as I said, once you, it's almost as if all the breathing, that breathing, because I do trance work as well, uh, which is to do with like, my life coaching work, which actually takes people to the top of their careers, believe it or not. You know, but in, in sex, when we're talking about sex, the bre- breath work we use is because you touch the body, you touch the woman's body at certain points. So you're releasing, if you like, uh, inhibitions, conditioning, so on and so forth. And it's, you know, a time when you can get um, a woman to really open up a bit more, you know. Great. No, I think that's wonderful. I personally suffer also from a ton of brain traffic, which I have to more than a ton (laughs) focus on getting relaxed. And David knows how to do it. So I get exactly what you're saying. But I think it's time now for some real advice. If you could share like three real tips and techniques that a couple could do tonight to make their sex life better, their connection stronger, or their relationship more satisfying, something that you could tell them they could actually try. And you have three minutes. (laughs) Okay. So I probably won't need three minutes, but then I might get carried away. So I don't know. (laughs) So but what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you like a little scenario, listeners. So... Here we go. So, uh, first of all, I have to say that Tantra 
lovers have no inhibitions because we give great priority to cleanliness. So here's my scenario for tonight, looking at it from a tantra perspective. So you're going to lower the lights. You're going to make the room smell delicious. You are going to have a bowl of grapes on your coffee table. And then you're going to shower or bathe together. You're going to wash each other, including your private parts. You are going to enticingly towel dry each other with kisses, which hold promise, but hope, but leave a little something back. That's very Tantra. Tantra is about eroticism. It's not about the first kiss you have, bang, the tongue goes down your throat. <laughs> you know, it's not that. So then you're going to lie together naked. You're going to stroke each other. You're going to feed each other grapes and start your dance of love by caressing each other and have the courage to express how you wish to be pleased. And that is the challenge I am giving your listeners tonight, is to express how they wish to be pleased once they've got through the first part of this scenario. And I am going to leave you to work out the rest of this scenario before I leave America panting with lust. Mm, nice. So beautiful. Very beautiful. And it, just, it comes back down to that communication thing yeah. again. You know, get in the mood, get aroused, talk about it. Do it and then talk about it again. Well, we actually have a, an expression that we say um, the triple X for great sex, and that's express, explore, and experience. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, well, you can use it, Stella. No you can problem. use it, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. I'm already writing it down. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. So, Stella, that was absolutely amazing. Uh, such a great, insightful, and polished discussion about improving the quality of sex with a few simple techniques. You know, thanks so much for being here and sharing your stories. Um, take a second to tell everybody how they can reach out to you. Well, um, of course, I have a Facebook page. Um, no I cock see- shots. <laughs> Sorry? Oh. No, no cock shots. <laughs> no, absolutely. Please. Please. Not again. You know. Um, so my Facebook page, but my personal Facebook page as opposed to the business one because I post a lot more on there about beauty, about dating, about life, about lots of things. Of course, there's my website, which is stellaralfini.co.uk. And people can read my articles in Health Consumer Digest and Huffington Post. Under the beauty, uh, mature beauty mix. That's right. And, of course, they can find me on Twitter if they want to, and the, or LinkedIn, of course, and uh, where we found each other. Yes. And, and, you know, and I think that's really it. Beautiful, Stella. Thank you so much. So So we're learning more and more every week with our absolutely fantastic sexpert guests. And we hope you do too because... Great sex matters and you deserve it. And we encourage every couple to make a point of learning more about sex and sexuality and all the different ways to spice up your sex life. You can go to carolanddavid.com on the radio show guest page and see all of our amazing sexperts. Look them up if you need more advice. Well, what another amazing show today. We are coming up on 75,000 listeners in 52 countries. That's a lot of people. So a big thank you to you, Stella, a life coach and author of Three Faces of Sex 
and especially to all our listeners out there. So remember, visit our website, carolandavid.com. Check out our events page. We'll be at the Balleratic in Montreal, August 26th. Then we're heading to Naughty in LA as king and queen. Um, and then on to the couples cruise from September 30th to October 7th. And of course, Hito Kama Sutra, like we talked about at the beginning of the show. We're looking forward to that January 20 to 27. It's going to be awesome. 10th anniversary. And for more information, and if you want to know anything else, go to our website, carolandavid.com, or even send us an email at ask at Carol david.com join us again next time for another hour of the sexy lifestyle when we get to talking with sexologist den tenham all about her workshops called sexplore with den tenham we are carol and david reminding you to spice up your sex life and live happy healthy and horny stay sexy everyone until next time Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 